How y'all doing? How are you? All right. How'd you feel like uh, JJ handled himself getting kind of thrown in the fire the way he did? Yeah, he sure did. I mean, um, you know, very, you know, the most extensive playing time that he's seen, obviously, in the first two weeks. And, uh, you know, he's got plays that, that he did very, very well on. And, and there's other plays that, you know, we come back, we look at, and we try to make our corrections and grow from there. With the week of possible preparation for him to have the expanded role, instead of getting thrown into the fire, how much can that help? I think it can only benefit JJ. I mean, he's going to be taking, uh, I would imagine, um, you know, more of a, a primary role in practice uh, until we know more about uh, Alshon's status. And uh, I'm sure that'll be ongoing throughout the week. But, um, you know, any reps that you get, particularly as a young player, are beneficial. When you have a rookie like him or even Miles, are there things you have to do to calm them down? leading into games because you know they want to try and perform in those spots. Yeah, I mean, these guys have played in big games in college, but there's certainly, a, you know, a, a different feel about playing Sunday night football in the, in the NFL. Uh, it's a big stage, and I thought both those guys just stepped in, and, and uh, it didn't. the game didn't look too big for them, but there certainly is experience that you can learn from going out there. And, and Atlanta's got some good defensive backs and obviously a very good, good strong defense, so um, be good experience for both those guys. How much do you attribute this slow start to uh, the, the loss of the three skill position players? Uh, I think it's, again, it's a combination of factors. Obviously, uh, those were unusual circumstances um, that we were dealing with early in the game. And I think it's a credit to, uh, you know, our offensive coaching staff, uh, Justin Peel, Carson Walsh, um, you know, Coach Stoutland, uh, you know, working, working through the run game and um, trying to make those adjustments on the fly. And, and not only just the coaches, but, but the players. We talked about uh, JJ. Um, you know, Matt Collins, another guy, you know, saw the most uh, extensive playing time in his career. I think it was something like 69 plays. So, um, you know, all, all the guys, all the people involved, the guys that were still available to play, uh, helping their teammates through it in the huddle, getting lined up in, th in positions that, you know, they may not ordinarily have found themselves during the week. So um, there's a lot of gymnastics that went on with it. And I think our guys responded well over the course of the game. Can you tell us a little bit more about you if this is your setup going against Detroit and then against Green Bay? These are the guys you have. Right. Well, it, it obviously helps now, you know, have some time to plan as opposed to, uh, you know, happening in the moment. Like I said, it's unusual. It's, it's never happened to me in all my time uh, coaching to lose, uh, you know, three skilled position guys like that so early in the game. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, we, we are able to settle in, finally find a rhythm. And, um, you know, those guys settled in the game and, and did a nice job. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, the specifics of, of what was going on when you find out that those three guys are gone? Uh, and all those gymnastics you talked about, like, are you are you trying to pull up plays that you didn't have on the call sheet already and, and relay those to Doug? How does that all work? No, it's more about, um, I guess, massaging the personnel groups and trying, you know, there's a lot of plays on there specific to personnel groupings. And um, some of them we feel like we could, you know, interchange a guy. Others, you got, you know, you got to cross off the list. Um, and then, you know, maybe plug a guy in to rep a play that, you know, that was a different personnel group. I know you didn't get this rep. Here's how you, you know, here's how you want to execute the, the route assignment or the blocking assignment, wherever the case may be. So there's a lot of communication that has to go on uh, in a short amount of time to get that done. And, uh, you know, we got mentally flexible uh, guys and guys that can handle that as, as players. And the coaching staff did a great job of, of making those adjustments. Mike, from a scheme standpoint, is Matt Patricia's defense similar to what he ran in New England? Yes. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Did you have to go to certain players in case other guys got hurt and said, "Hey, well, if we're down to two receivers or one, did you? I mean, you have to." We were down to two. Yeah. We were down to two, uh, and then Nelly came charging out of the huddle there um, to start the third quarter. Right, um, yeah, we were. 
we were down to two there, so that you know there again was another, and then all of a sudden we didn't have to to go that direction. Um, but that that prepared for that? Did you get to go to who was? Well, we're gonna have to put a running back in, so now that gets even, you know, that gets even more challenging there because you're talking about a guy who hasn't done a, you know, at least the other the receivers have been in the room. They understand, you know, the running backs haven't, you know, they haven't been focused on that throughout the course of the week. Who was so the running back that would have been uh, Sproles was was gonna be the guy to go in. Miles, Miles, you week to prepare. Oh, back here. So you have the week to prepare, but obviously you can't make. JJ be Deshaun Jackson, you can't make Mac be Alshon Jeffrey. So what is the key to make sure your offense is a miss beat? Is it creativity on your part? Is it reps for them? Is it chemistry? What is it? I think it's all three of those things that you just said. That'll be the recipe. Um, trying to put our guys in a, in a position to be successful. Um, you know, get get them in the plays that, that we think that they're, you know, they're suited to. Their best their skill sets are best suited to. And um, we gotta, you know, maybe play a little bit of a different kind of game. And uh, you know, there's an element to, of surprise to that too. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a combination of all those things, and, and we'll be working through that the next few days. Miles tried under a lot of duress in that game. Um, how do you think the offensive line played? And looking at the game, it looked like Isaac may have you know, had, had a little bit of a struggle in this one. Well, you know, you mentioned, I mean, they've got an excellent uh, pass rushing group, and um, we were under some pressure at times. I thought, uh, you know, for the most part, we did, we did a good job. I know Carson took some hits. We don't want to see him taken. Um, we got a lot of confidence in our in our ability to pass protect, and um, you know, in, in terms of Isaac, Isaac's played well here in, in the past, and we expect that he'll continue to do that. And you know, probably didn't play his best game on Sunday night, and I think he probably say the same. Hey, Mike, with, uh, with Mac and JJ specifically, you just kind of mentioned, but you know, from one week, fly by the seat of their pants, they're playing Julio in practice, and yeah. then this week they get to to prepare and, and be part of the game plan. How big of a difference is it for them specifically, not just you, for them to have those first team runs? I don't think that, you know, in terms of practice, there's not a big difference. Uh, maybe lightening their load, you know, like you said, they were servicing the defense and um, giving our defense a look and, and representing Julio. So, um, you know, not, they won't be as involved in, in something like that. But uh, um, we expect those guys to know the game plan and be ready to step up. Uh, if there's number, if their numbers called, and you know, I think they were, they were prepared. I know JJ spent extra time uh, on several days uh, last week uh, going over the game plan at, at multiple different positions. Which you know, as a as a backup receiver in the NFL, that's part of your job. You don't just know know one spot. You got to know more than one spot in case uh, something like this happens. And uh, so you know, I think just just another week, you know, into it, just another week for him as a, as a young player. Um, you know, can only be, only be beneficial for him. You used uh, 21 personnel two, three times in week one against Washington. Even after the injury Sunday, you never went to it. Uh, what goes into that as far as the not wanting to? Uh, I wouldn't say not want to. It just uh, maybe uh, just different schemes that we had on the game plan. Um, we felt we're you know suited uh, week one, and we always have that flexibility to be able to do it. Like I said, we were, we were going to have to get to it. Um, you know, if we needed it on Sunday, we're prepared to do that, and I'm sure that you'll see it again. Well, you watched the film of Carson throwing almost from his knees as he's getting dragged down from behind. What's that? What's the? Is there teaching point, coaching point there? Like just a whole oh, yeah. we, level we, What do you guys do? Press runs that drill every week. Yeah, it's uh, so it's it's cool to see it show up in the game and him be able to perform like that. Yeah. No, I mean, a heroic play. I mean, really, I think uh, the second time that I've seen him, you know, make make a play like that to one of our guys uh, across the middle, the other time that, that pops to mind is the Jacksonville game 
um, last year, you know, when he made that throw to uh, Jordan Matthews, cutting across the middle with the guy, you know, Drake Bell over him and, and twisting him around. It's just a testament to his strength, uh, not only his arm strength, but just, just his overall, his play strength and being able to absorb something like that and still deliver a ball. Miles tried to bounce a few outside. Um, is that, that seems normal of a rookie. Um, is that something you would like to see him be a little more decisive and get down? Yeah, I think that's. I think it's all part of the process. You know, really, that's an excellent observation. And there's some there's some moments there where you see, like see him stick his foot in the ground and get north. And uh, you know, he can't outrun everybody uh, in this league like he might have been able to do in the past. And you know, that's that's the learning experience of a, of a young player. And uh, we know he's going to learn for it. It's being pointed out, and, and he'll be better for it. Um, we've got a ton of confidence in the guy, and he's going to be a really good running back. And knowing Nelson as you do, how does he, uh, I guess, respond or deal with a fourth quarter drop like that? I, I think uh, certainly he knows he's got the support of the coaching staff and, and the players in that locker room, every one of them. Uh, it wasn't just one play. I mean, we know that was a significant play, but it wasn't just one play. It's a collection of plays, and um, Nelson's got a lot of confidence in himself. Uh, he's got uh, demonstrated performance. He's got a resume. He knows he can step up and make plays. And, and matter of fact, just uh, a player or two later, you know, made a huge play for us on, on fourth down to extend the drive and go up and make that play in traffic like he did. So um, we haven't lost any confidence in him, and he's going to be a you know big part of the reason why we why we win. He all right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Carson spoke about it, and I've talked to him. He said he's fine. I mean. Normally after a game you're sore, and I think he's sore. But other than that, I think he's fine. How do you think Carson kind of adjusted? I mean, losing those three guys, you know, from the first half compared to the second half. Yeah, I, I think that uh, you know, obviously he played really well in the second half. Uh, completed seventy percent or something like that. Um, you know, was was excellent. Uh, eight for eight on one on one drive with a couple of those unbelievable third down conversion throws uh, that he made. So he, I thought he, you know, had an outstanding second half and. Um, be the first time really for any of us, him him included. He's looking at, at faces in the huddle that um, probably didn't expect to be there. And, um, you know, he, he adjusted, and, and I thought he was uh, was really gutty in his performance. Would you, would you say that was kind of like the cause for struggles in the first half, just like everything was? No, I, I, again, I think there's multiple factors in, involved there. Um, you know, offensively as, as a unit, you know, there was, there was things that we all need to improve, you know, starting with me and, um, that we all need to improve to, to play better in the first half, first quarter, first half. There was a play where, there was a play where uh, JJ, I think it was like a, I don't know, five or seven yard out, and Carson overthrew him a little bit on the left sideline. Yeah. Is, that, is that one of those things where, I mean, it looked like an overthrow anyway. Is that one of those things where the more time that they um, play with each other, they might have a little more? I think that's them? a very good example, yeah. Um, it really is, yeah. JJ's on, on our line to our left, and. He's running from a slot position. He's running like what you describe as an out. And um, I don't know how many reps he's, he's gotten on that. He wouldn't have been the primary guy that we would have repped it with. And he uh, finds himself in that position. So he hasn't got a lot of time on that route. Um, certainly Carson hasn't gotten a lot of time throwing him that route. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're a little bit off there. Can, can we make that play? Sure, we, we can make that play. What's the route actually called? What's the actual route called? Uh, what's that? Said I would call it an out. What's it? What's it? Yeah, an out's fine. I think that'll work. He <laughs> <laughs> was inside. He's breaking out. Yeah, I think that, that that's about it. It's it's a little bit more detailed, and we we sometimes say it out loud, so I wouldn't want to say it in here. But um, yeah, that's 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 a really good example, actually. From week one to week two, what made you want to change that extra tight end, uh, tackle eligible tight end, from Andre to Hollywood Uh I mean, that's just a conversation we have with Stout. 
you know, based on uh, on, on who we're playing. And, uh, you know, V's got experience doing that. Certainly has played a bunch of bunch of tackle in, in the league. He's got experience in, in doing that for us. Before he became a starter, you know, a couple years ago, that was one of his primary roles. And uh, that's just a, a function of, of some of the things that we had in the run game and, uh, you know, how we want to utilize that and marry that stuff up. Thanks, Thanks guys. Yep.